Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on NRM Streamcast. Legendary Ennio Morricone kicks off today's show with one of the most recognizable pieces of film score, nay, one of the most recognizable pieces of music, period, ever created. Uh, I'm like, I remember that piece of music from when I was a little kid, and I've never even seen the movie, and that's my bad, and that's a sin I need to atone for. Uh, and it's a piece of music that continues to be a cultural touchstone. A piece of music that people a fraction of my age recognize because it is just so iconic. From the uh, Sergio Leone film of the same name, it's the main title of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, uh, commemorating the life and the legacy of the late great Ennio Morricone, who left us too young at the age of 91 on uh, July 6th. 2020. Uh, Ennio Morricone, uh, best known for his uh, spaghetti western scores uh, and collaborations with director Sergio Leone, but he has had an illustrious, industrious career 
uh, most recently winning an Academy Award for his collaboration with uh, Quentin Tarantino on The Hateful Eight. Uh, for whatever reason, he never won an Academy Award for that piece of music, which is, it boggles the mind. You would think that it would not be the case. You would think that they would just throw a truckload of Oscars at Ennio Morricone for his work on The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. But he actually did receive, uh, he only received two Academy Awards, one for The Hateful Eight and another one for, uh, uh, it was a uh, an honorary Academy Award. And I'm going to double check all this stuff before I get myself too deep into trouble. But uh, regardless of how many Academy Awards he did or didn't win, Ennio Morricone has always been one of these people who has always had the utmost of respect foisted upon him. And it just been treated with great reverence, and rightfully so. Uh, as a matter of fact, most people refer to him as the maestro. And uh, we will uh, honor him further with a fistful of Marconi later on in today's show, but uh, I felt it was only right uh, to kick today's show off with one of the most recognizable pieces of music from the late, great Ennio Morricone. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thanks for joining us. We're here... Nope, I caught myself there again. We are here weekly on NRM Streamcast, as well as a host of other places. I don't actually have the actual written list in front of me, and I do have one of those because I'm old and I'm lame. Uh, but I will start by saying, uh, I want to clarify, we are on Google Podcasts. For a while, I wasn't sure if we were. I had received confirmation but i had not yet seen proof of life i have seen since proof of life we are on google podcasts we're also on apple podcasts we're on stitcher we're on breaker we're on Castbox, radio public tune in uh castro um there's a few others that i'm missing because you know it's that seven dwarves syndrome i'm having trouble naming all the dwarves at this moment but rest assured uh the podcast is out there on a host of platforms and knowing such helps me sleep at night knowing that you the loyal listener can listen whenever wherever however why ever whatever it's there for you always so and if you go to uh debts no honest man can pay.com we've got the show's archive there uh we have got playlists we are smack dab in the middle of digitizing every playlist of every episode going back to April of 2003. Uh, we have just refreshed the site so it looks really cool and swanky. There's a handful of blog posts there and hopefully maybe uh, this new redesign will uh, reinvigorate our passion for blogging and we will beef up that content. In the meantime, debtsnohonestmancanpay.com is there for you 24-7. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Exile on E Street. And if you get really bored, you can go ahead and like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. And there you have it. Uh, there you go. So, uh, what do we have on today's show? I am so glad that you asked. So, in addition to an homage to the late, great Ennio Morricone, we've got a brand new record from Margot Price. Uh, executive produced by the great Sturgill Simpson. 
Plus, we've got a couple of awesome compilations we want to get to. One uh, from our friends over at Bloodshot Records. It's a collection of odds and sods, which, uh, you know, now that I say odds and sods, which is, a, of course, a nod to The Who, the title of the compilation also is a nod to The Who, and we'll uh, leave that for now. Uh, but uh, we also are going to spend some quality time with uh, a, a handful of selections from uh, a brand new... Well, it's been out for a couple weeks, and I've been meaning to get to it on the show. It is a sprawling 31-track uh, homage, tribute to uh, Adam Schlesinger of Fountains of Wayne, who passed away back in April from... Uh, complications due to COVID-19. And we've spent a lot of time on the show over the past couple of months uh, giving love to the Music of Fountains of Wayne and Adam Schlesinger and uh, not ashamed about it at all. Lifelong fans of the guy. Uh, and of course, we've got this brand new uh, compilation called uh, Saving for a Custom Van, a bunch of indie rock uh, professionals uh, paying homage to the late, gra late great Adam Schlesinger. So we're going to get to that in a little while as well. All this and much, much less on today's show. But right now, I want to hit you with a brand new track uh, from a fella who is becoming a bit of a renaissance man. You may know him as the frontman of the band My Chemical Romance. You may know him as the co-author of the Umbrella Academy along with uh, Gabriel Ba. And uh, this song from Gerard Way was featured in the season two trailer for the umbrella academy uh which drops on netflix at the end of the month i really enjoyed season one and of course if you know anything about me you know i'm a comic book comic book nerd i'm all about the mcu i'm all about the dc films and i'm enjoying some of these other projects that uh, were birthed of the non-Marvel, non-DC variety, uh, things like Amazon's The Boys and uh, Umbrella Academy. And uh, while, while we're on the subject, I, I, I kind of like to put uh, Umbrella Academy in that same space as uh, Doom Patrol, which is quickly becoming one of my favorites. Uh, two series that really kind of take the... Uh, uh, oh, what is the word I'm looking for? They... they kind of uh, present uh, the superhero team as a dysfunctional family, both of these shows. And they're both really quirky and weird and wonderful and so worth your time. So I was watching the trailer for the season two of Umbrella Academy, and uh, it featured this song from Gerard Way. Uh, rightfully so. He co-authored the uh, graphic novel series. So... Who better than him to uh, provide some of the music? Uh, you know, I've always been kind of, you know, whatever about uh, My Chemical Romance, but this song just really jumped out at me to the point where I'm like, I'm digging the trailer, can't wait to see season two. What is this song? It's got this awesome early 70s Stones quality. And sure enough, it's Gerard Way featuring uh, a young woman by the name of Judith Hill who actually act just crushes, crushes. I know nothing about Judith Hill, but... Uh, I now want to be your best friend based on her performance on this. It's brand new music from Gerard, Gerard Way with Judith Hill. Uh, the song's called Here Comes the End. 
to drop a 12th album that you call that record 12th. I'm speaking, of course, of the forthcoming record from Old 97's Dallas's Finest. The 12th record from Old 97's drops on 821. The lead-off single is called Turn Off the TV, and that is asking a lot during this pandemic when uh, most people's viewing activity has gone through the roof, but I digress. Always happy to have brand new music from old 97s. Before that, a standalone single from Elvis Costello. Elvis sounding angry. Sounding like the angry young man that he started out being in the late 70s. I don't think that ever totally left him, and I've always felt that the quality of Elvis's writing and singing has been insanely consistent over the years. It's only natural that uh, as artists being human beings age, that, uh, you know, the quality of the performance uh, changes as well. But Elvis's voice is still as strong as ever. And yeah, I know there are people who are like, Elvis's voice is strong. I'm like, I love Elvis's voice. Elvis Costello's got one of those distinctive voices that if if Elvis didn't sound like Elvis, I'd be concerned. But regardless, we've got a brand new standalone single. It's actually been out for a couple weeks now called No Flag. At the top of the set, Gerard Way featuring Judith Hill. And Here Comes the End, uh, featured prominently in the Season 2 trailer for Umbrella Academy. Uh, based on the graphic novel of the same name, co-written by Gerard Way and Gabriel Ba. Uh, second season of Umbrella Academy drops at the end of this month on Netflix. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We are here weekly on NRM Streamcast, as well as a host of other places, and I am going to break down the list for you right now. Are you ready? Okay. So we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Overcast, uh, Pocket Casts, uh, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. We're not on Spotify. Uh, I had submitted us for Spotify uh, with the knowledge that uh, Spotify tends to remove... Uh, music-based content in their podcast area. So I knew that going into this. And I, I submitted it, and then I got uh, the notification saying, yeah, we accepted it, but I have not seen proof of life. So I'm just going to accept the fact that we're never going to be on Spotify, which kind of sucks because Spotify is a popular platform, and it would be awesome to be there. But with so many places to be... There's virtually no excuse for you to miss the show. 
Uh, plus, in addition to all these, you can always go to debtsnohonestmancanpay.com because we archive the podcast there as well. Uh, and if you go to debtsnohonestmancanpay.com, you will see playlists aplenty. We are smack dab in the middle of digitizing every playlist going back to our first show in April 2003. It is a work in progress. We have refreshed the look of the website so it looks all cool and swanky. Uh, so in addition to playlists, in addition to the podcast archive, uh, there's blog posts and all kinds of other neat stuff. So debtsnohonestmancanpay.com. If you would like to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, same handle. Same handle covers both. Exile on E Street. And if you go to Facebook, you can go ahead and like Debts No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. It's as easy as that. So. Moving right along, uh, we've got a brand new record from Margot Price that just dropped about a day ago. Uh, her third full-length record for Third Man Records. And, uh, you know, I don't want to say that, uh, you know, you can judge how cool people are by the cool people and places and things that surround them. But in the case of Margot Price, she is on a cool record label. And... A cool record label run by a cool guy. Of course, Jack White being the founder of Third Band Records. And doesn't hurt that this brand new record of hers was executive produced by Sturgill Simpson. And Sturgill may be one of the coolest human beings on the face of the earth. Was privileged to see him back in March right before the world turned upside down. Uh, man, I'm glad I got to see that show. And I've had the pleasure of seeing uh, Margot live uh, a couple of years ago at uh, Hopscotch. And she was awesome. And uh, in addition to uh, all that stuff, her last record, uh, All American Made, made our top 10 for 2017. Uh, the new record uh, sports a heavy Stevie Nicks vibe. You can just take a look at that album cover art and you're like, yep. Margot's been listening to some serious Stevie. And if you go to the uh, Apple Music breakdown of the album, and uh, when I say that, um, often on uh, Apple Music with a lot of the prominent new releases, if you go to the page for the uh, particular album, you'll have copious liner notes. And there, uh, here, there's a lengthy set of liner notes, you know, telling you about the birth of the album, telling you about each individual track. Margot breaks it down for you track by track. Uh, I'm looking forward to reading all of that, but I took a glance at it yesterday. And yes, uh, Margot was on a serious Stevie Nicks kick. Uh, she's been a lifelong fan of Fleetwood Mac. If you take a look at that cover art, you're like, yeah, uh, Margot digs Stevie. And it comes out in the music as well. Uh, you know, it deals with a lot of different things going on in her life. And again, Margot just knocks it out of the park. The brand new album from Margot Price is called That's How Rumors Get Started. And see, even in the title, the actual middle word of the title is a Fleetwood Mac reference. That's how rumors get started. Anyway, Here's a fistful of tracks from the brand new Margot Price record. This one's called Letting Me Down. 
heavens up above Oh, there was not a limit To those I would betray Prisoner of the Highway, before that, Hey Child, Stone Me, which was the very first advanced single several months ago, Twinkle Twinkle, and at the top of the set, Letting Me Down, produced by the great Sturgill Simpson, brand new music from Margot Price. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg, thank you so much for joining us. We are here weekly on NRM Streamcast, as well as a host of other podcast platforms and i will run down the list for you momentarily all right you ready here we go uh we are available on apple podcasts google podcasts uh we're available at overcast um pocket casts uh breaker castro radio public cast box tune in iheart radio and stitcher and if you go to debtsnohonestmancanpay.com, we archive the podcasts there. And we are knee-deep in the middle of digitizing all of our playlists going back to episode one in April of 2003. We've got some blog posts and other kinds of uh, odds and ends. Uh, and if you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, same handle, Exile on East Street. And if you go to Debt's No Honest, or I'm sorry, if you go to Facebook, uh, you can go ahead and like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Uh, moving right along, uh, we are going to listen to right now a fistful of tracks from a new compilation came out a couple weeks back, and I've been meaning to get to it, and I'm happy that this is the week that we're going to get around to it. The collection is called Saving for a Custom Van. It is a tribute to the late Adam Schlesinger, uh, the bassist and songwriter of uh, Fountains of Wayne, who passed away in April. And we've been uh, having uh, Fountains of Wayne on the brain for quite some time. When the uh, epi or the uh, why are we not calling it an epidemic? I don't know. What's the difference between epidemic and a pandemic? I'm a word guy. I should know this already. Regardless, uh, shortly after the pandemic started and I started playing a set of uh, songs that were thematically linked to what we were going through, one of the first things I went to was Fountains of Wayne's Sick Day. And then, of course, uh, in short order, uh, Adam Schlesinger's life was taken by COVID-19 and we did a whole show dedicated to the works of Adam Schlesinger. And the thing that's so remarkable about him is that if all he did was write and play bass for Fountains of Wayne, that would be a pretty remarkable, pretty remarkable, pretty remarkable achievement because Fountains of Wayne are just one of the 
greatest power pop bands to ever walk the earth. Insanely underrated. You know, Stacy's mom. I'm glad that that happened because it was able to give them all the opportunity to uh, just save a little bit of money and just really call a few extra shots that maybe they didn't have the carte blanche to do beforehand. Maybe not my favorite Fountains of Wayne song. It's not bad, but, you know, when people, when I say Fountains of Wayne, they're like, oh, yeah, Stacy's mom. I'm like, yeah, okay, great. But so many other great songs that are even better than that. But uh, I'm going to step away from the soapbox on that point. Uh, point being is that Adam Schlesinger was so much more than Fountains of Wayne. He had a, a second band called Ivy. Uh, there was an awesome one-off supergroup called Tinted Windows, along with James Eha of Smashing Pumpkins, Bunny Carlos of Cheap Trick, and Taylor Hansen of Yep, Mbop Hansen. Uh, in addition to that, he wrote songs for movies. He wrote songs for TV shows. I am right now in the middle of uh, catching up on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which I really love. Uh, a couple of months ago, I was kind of on the fence about it. I was watching season one, and I was going, yeah, it's okay. But once I got to season two, just they ratcheted up the crazy. Uh, I, I don't know the granular details, but I kind of get the sense that Schlesinger's involvement got more uh, serious with season two because I'm noticing the quality of the songs... Uh, just exponentially going through the roof in season two. Everything about the show gets so much better in season two and so much better in season three. I'm not even through with season three, but I'm just locked in. And a great one of the reasons why the show works so well are all these Adam Schlesinger songs that he co-wrote with Rachel Bloom and Jack Dolgen. Uh, he wrote that uh, the, the theme song from that movie, uh, That Thing You Do, uh, he, he wrote songs for just unapologetic pop groups. You know, he, he was a renaissance man, if there ever was one. He wrote songs for the Tony Awards. You know, Adam Schlesinger was pretty damn close to getting an EGOT. If he, if he would have been, if he still would have been here maybe ten years down the road, maybe five years down the road, he would have gotten an EGOT. He would have hit all the buttons. But man, what a career this guy had. And uh, so there's this album that came out a few months or a few weeks ago called Saving for a Custom Van. 31 indie rock artists and other notables uh, covering the songs of Adam Schlesinger. And uh, the proceeds benefit Music Care's COVID 19 Relief Fund. So uh, we're going to listen to a fistful of tracks from this Adam Schlesinger uh, tribute. And I've decided to just go out of my comfort zone on this and not go with covers of Fountain songs that I love, but go with uh, the versions of these songs on this album that really jumped out at me, which will surprise you and surprised me. But uh, these are the ones that so far have jumped out at me. This first one, especially, you know, when, when I first heard this, I'm like, this has a very mall pop kind of sound to it. And it sounded vaguely familiar. So I did the research. 
back in 2005, the original version of this. Uh, the song is called Just the Girl by a band called The Click Five. I'd never heard of them, but apparently this song went to number 11 in 2005. And it sounds like a song that would have gone to number 11. And the band who covers it, they've got an interesting history. Uh, they're an indie rock band from uh, Ohio. Uh, they were originally called Sports. And at the time, their second album came out in 2015. They had all graduated college. And they went to, they went their different ways. Uh, some of them were... Uh, uh, moving to different cities for jobs, and some of them were moving to different cities for other, other reasons, but they splintered. Uh, and, uh, you know, they were a critically acclaimed band. And uh, so uh, here they are, maybe about uh, three years later. Uh, they had, like, 75% of the band, they were a quartet. Uh, so three-quarters of the band found themselves back in Philly and started like, hey, we're in the same city. Uh, why not... Uh, why not just uh, get back together? So the band formerly known as Sports were reborn like a phoenix out of the ashes. And Sports became remembered. Let me try that again because sometimes when I say the words, they stumble out of my mouth. So take two. The band called Sports reunited and they called themselves Remember Sports. Pretty clever, huh? So with that in mind, we're going to kick off this next set of music. Uh, tribute to Adam Schlesinger. The album is called Saving for a Custom Van. Uh, originally done by the Click Five, it's Remember Sports and Just the Girl.
It's 5.53 on Thanksgiving Not one customer's walked through the door But I'm still here slinging drinks for a living And I've never played guitar before Yeah, I know this town like the back of my hand But I'm not such a fan of the back of my hand Cause if you look really close Those little hairs and veins You're like, hands are sort of gross It's hard to explain Hey, West Covina Why won't you let me break free? Am I doomed to stay here? Pouring my high school friends beers For the rest of eternity
thinks of his father, his two younger brothers gathered around the widescreen TV. Come on. 
a six pack of tracks from the 31 track Adam Schlesinger tribute, saving for a custom van. It dropped a few weeks back. Uh, proceeds from sales of this go to Music Cares COVID 19 Relief Fund. You can purchase it digitally on Bandcamp. Uh, what did we hear in that set? Well, right there at the end of the set, a song that originally appeared on the original motion picture soundtrack of Josie and the Pussycats. Schlesinger wrote not one, but two songs for that film, which says, maybe I need to see it. Apparently, a bunch of other really cool indie rock people and alt-rock people had written songs for the film, and... You know, regardless of what movie that song appeared in, it's a pretty rocking song there. The song's called Come On, uh, credited to Off Book in the Family Band. Uh, I had to do a little bit of research about the a lot of the artists on this compilation. A lot, uh, Some of them I've heard of, some of them I haven't. I'd never heard of Off Book in the Family Band, and it was hard to find uh, information about them. But apparently they have a podcast on the Earwolf Network, which if you're a fan of podcasts and if you're a fan of comedy, Earwolf does some really cool stuff. Uh, most notably, uh, Comedy Bang Bang with Scott Ackerman, and there's just a lot of really cool comedy folks and just creative folks in general who uh, put out podcasts on the Earwolf Network. Uh, before Off Book and the Family Band, uh, let's see. We've got uh, two people collaborating. Susie Shin, who is a producer, songwriter, and engineer, uh, best known for her work with Panic at the Disco, Fallout Boy, Dua Lipa, Katy Perry, and Weezer. As a matter of fact, uh, she worked with Weezer on their brand new album, Van Weezer, uh, collaborating uh, with a songwriter and guitarist and singer by the name of Charlie Brand, who plays in a Brooklyn band called Miniature Tigers. Uh, together, they fight crime, and together they also covered Fountains of Wayne's All Kinds of Time, one of the most lyrically sophisticated songs that uh, Schlesinger ever wrote, uh, originally appearing on Welcome Interstate Managers, which is the same album that produced the mega smash Stacy's Mom. Uh, before that, a song that didn't love, but I didn't hate. It was just kind of, you know, Fountains of Wayne, they have songs that are good, and they have songs that are awesome. And that was one of the good songs uh, from the first album, the one that had the uh, hit single Radiation Vibe, uh, the song called Sick Day. And we played the original version of that a couple of months back when the lockdown began. And like I said, you know, a song that I thought was all right, uh, but I'm really digging this uh, cover by Not A Surf, who you could say are contemporaries of Fountains of Wayne. They both came about at the same time, late 90s, both practitioners of power pop, both, you know, had their moment in the sun, but have always been critically acclaimed bands. And Not A Surf is one of those bands that's on a long list of bands that I'm always meaning to get around to just doing a deep dive on. Uh, but I think I have found the motivation to get off my ass to do that. Not a surf, just really doing an impressive job with Fountains of Wayne's Sick Day. Before that, 
a song that uh, Schlesinger wrote for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, performed by his Crazy Ex-Girlfriend's songwriting partner, actually one of his two songwriting partners. Uh, Schlesinger collaborated on a lot of the songs with Rachel Bloom, the star and creator of uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, as well as da uh, Jack Dolgen, who did uh, the version of What'll It Be that we heard, uh, you know, originally sang by the character Greg the Bartender at the uh, home base bar in West Covina. Uh, before that, Ben Lee, Australian singer-songwriter Ben Lee, and Sarah Silverman. Yes, that's Sarah Silverman. You know, I've always thought that Sarah Silverman was one of the most hilarious people on the face of the earth, and she just has a huge heart, and she is an underrated singer. And if you ever had any doubts, uh, let those doubts be put to rest. Ben Lee and Sarah Silverman uh, covering a song that Schlesinger wrote for the 2007 film Music and Lyrics. You remember that one? Uh, uh, what's, uh, what's his face? Um, oh, I'm drawing a... Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Uh, and uh, Drew Barrymore. Um, and yeah. So, uh, and apparently they were working on a uh, Broadway musical version of music and lyrics around the time that uh, Schlesinger had passed. And I think that Sarah Silverman it was going to be in this. Uh, and I, I'm guessing it'll probably still happen. Uh, ben Lee, though, a connection to Fountains of Wayne. I actually saw Ben Lee a couple of times, and last time I saw him, he was opening for Fountains of Wayne back in Detroit. And this was around the time where he was dating Claire Danes. Actually, they might have been married. I don't know. It seems so long ago. And I could have sworn I'd seen her at the show. But, you know, I'm not going to go and bug her. Because who the fuck am I? <laughs> and here I am. I moved down to Charlotte. And uh, she follows me down here. Because uh, she was a star of the show Homeland. And they filmed a lot of homeland here in Charlotte. So, uh, of course, I never ran into her when she was here. Uh, I, I know people who ran into her when she was here and said that she was really cool and really awesome with their kids and all that. Uh, but I digress. Uh, before that, at the top of the set, the band Remember Sports. As in, Remember Sports? Yeah, you know, in this day and age of the pandemic, I think a lot of people are saying, Remember Sports? But this is, of course, uh, a, a reference to the band that they actually were before they were Remember Sports. They were just sports. And so in a clever uh, reference to their own selves, they reunited and called themselves Remember Sports, covering a song that was originally taken to the number five or the number 11 position in 2005 by a band called The Click Five. We heard Remember Sports and the song just the girl. Oh, did I tell you the name of the song that uh, Benley and Sarah Silverman did for music and lyrics? Or did I just go too far down the rabbit hole? Well, just in case I didn't say uh, the track was called Way Back Into Love, Just the Girl at the top of the set. Hey, everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We are here weekly on NRM Podcast, or not NRM Streamcast. I almost got through a whole episode without making that mistake. 
Oh, well, uh, it's the little flaws that make us beautiful. Ain't that right? So, yes, as well as NRM Streamcast, you can subscribe to us at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, uh, Pocket Casts, Breaker Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, Tune uh, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And if you head on over to debtsnohonestmancanpay.com, we archive the uh, podcast episodes there, and we are in the middle of digitizing all of our playlists going back to 2003. Uh, we have revamped the site. It's got a swank new look, so uh, check that out. Uh, debtsnohonestmancanpay.com for playlists, blog posts, other fun stuff. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Exile on E Street. And we encourage you to like Debt Snow Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. So, moving right along, uh, we are going to pay homage to the late, great Ennio Morricone, who left us at the age of 91 on July 6th, 2020. We open today's show with the main title, From the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. And right now, we're going to treat you to a fistful of Ennio Morricone. Uh, we're going to feature a bunch of songs in the set from uh, his uh, collaborations with Sergio Leone, but we're going to step out of the comfort zone, kick things off with uh, the song from uh, the Italian film called The Sicilian Clan. Uh, the title in Italian is Il Clan del Siciliani.
a fistful of Morricone in that last set as we pay homage to the late great Ennio Morricone, who passed away on July 6th at the age of 91 years old. Uh, right there we heard a track called, and I am going to pronounce this very carefully, Plume de Cristallo, which uh, translates into the bird with the crystal plumage. That's from the 1970 film directed by Dario Argento. Yes, that Dario, Dario Argento. Seven years before he would direct Suspiria. Uh, before that, uh, three songs from the uh, Spaghetti Western uh, era of Ennio, Ennio Morricone's career, his collaborations with director Sergio Leone, most notably uh, the Dollars Trilogy. Uh, the Dollars Trilogy, of course, refers to a fistful of dollars for a few dollars more in the good, the bad, and the ugly. So uh, we heard uh, from uh, that era, we heard for a few dollars more. Uh, before that, for a fistful of dollars, and then from Once Upon a Time in the West, uh, the one entitled Luomo dell'Armonica, which translates into the man with the harmonica in I don't know about you, but I think that that particular piece of music had a huge influence on John Barry when he was doing the score for Midnight Cowboy, which ironically, I have not yet seen Midnight Cowboy, and once again, shame on me, but I know enough to know that Midnight Cowboy had nothing to do with westerns, but there was a huge influence of uh, Ennio Morricone on John Barry at the top of the set. Uh, once again, stepping out of that spaghetti western uh, era that he was in, uh, one of the mob pictures that Ennio Morricone had scored. This one entitled The Sicilian Clan, and we heard from that the main title entitled Il Clan del Siciliani, as I mangle the Italian language. Hey everybody, it's debts no honest man can pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here. S nope, I almost did it again. <laughs> I I'm catching myself earlier. We are here weekly on NRM Streamcast, as well as a bunch of other notable podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, uh, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Plus, we archive the episodes at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com, along with playlists and blog posts and other fun stuff. And you can follow us on Twitter. Twitter? <laughs> That's Twitter for twins. <laughs> you can follow us, at, or it's an identical copy of Twitter. <laughs> Which reminds me of uh, Silicon Valley, where there's a, this very devious programmer who decides that he is going to make the Japanese version of all these websites that, and apps that already exist. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I digress. Uh, where was I? I totally derailed my train of thought. <laughs> Twinner. I am such an idiot. You can uh, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Exile on E Street. 
And we encourage you to like Death's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. So, oh man, I crack myself up, even if I'm not that funny. Um, oh yeah, what was I going to say before I derailed my train of thought? My train of thought, I almost said train of thought, yes, when I'm thinking, spending too much time thinking of the works of Mark Twain. That is my train of thought. Anyway, <laughs> I'm getting loopy. It's early Saturday morning as I'm recording this, so I should be sleeping. But I I feel a duty to have duty. Yes, I'm eight years old. Um, I feel a duty to the loyal listeners to have this ready in time for Saturday around noon. Especially for my friend Margaret, who still is locked into the habit of listening Saturday at noon. Although... We are no longer broadcasting live Saturday at noon, but she she is turned this into a ritual of sorts, and I understand the importance of rituals. You know, you 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 have things that you look forward to at a certain time, and I'm not going to disappoint Margaret, and I'm not going to disappoint anybody else who feels like they need to listen Saturdays at noon. So I hope you appreciate my sacrifice of all the things I do for you that you didn't ask for. Anyway, so I was going to uh, wrap up one more thought with uh, regard to Ennio Morricone, and that's this. We could have easily done a whole show of Morricone. We could have easily done a whole show of artists and scores influenced by Morricone. And I think maybe in the coming weeks we may sprinkle in some of those. And just, I was, they were popping into my head as, as we were, Moving along with the Today Show, there there's a song from the Water Boys that has a heavily Morricone influence. Uh, there's the, the collaboration between uh, Daniel Lupi and Danger Mouse called Rome, which was a fictional, a fictional faux, if I may be so redundant, a faux spaghetti western soundtrack, which featured a lot of the musicians that had played on Morricone's scores. Um, there's some works from uh, the Australian band Paul Kelly and the Messengers. There's just so many people who've been influenced by Morricone that we could go down a rabbit hole. And I would be better for it. You would be better for it. But for right now, we're going to steer things back on track. And we are going to spend a little quality time with this brand new compilation from our friends over at Bloodshot Records. It's a, something of an odds and sods compilation, which in, in uh, no, no, uh, no lack of coincidence there that I'm using a Who reference to describe it uh, being odds and sods. As the title of the compilation gets uh, is a nod to the Who. It's called Pandemophenia, of course a play on the Who's Quadrophenia. And uh, the, the Who uh, similarities end right there. But Pandemophenia, like I said, is a collection of odds and sods, a bunch of uh, bloodshot artists, uh, and, and it just, you know, covers, uh, b-sides, things that didn't quite work out on albums, and now that the, we are in the heart of the pandemic, uh, the folks over at uh, Bloodshot finally had a time to take a look at all these tracks that have been uh, piling up and decided, you know what, we're, we're going to put these together as a digital album uh, that is available right now, and as they say on the website, Pandemophenia is a thank you 
to all the fans who have been so supportive during this challenging time. It is a... I can't read because my eyes are bad. It is something positive to enjoy and something for the artists to share with the world while they're grounded. So, there you have it, and there you go. And with that, we're going to listen to a six-pack of tracks from this really cool and fun compilation from Bloodshot Records called Pandemophenia. We're going to kick things off with Australian singer-songwriter Ruby Boots covering a Tom Petty song that was an outtake from one of my favorite Tom Petty records, Long After Dark. It didn't make the cut, but it has uh, since appeared on a couple of Petty box sets. The track's called Keeping Me Alive. It's brand new music from Ruby Boots. Some say love is a thing of the past But these days nothing ever lasts This whole world is moving too fast Sometimes we ride around He puts the stereo
What is the time I dub? The bypass, no steeple and no stained glass. We parked our VW van in the grass alongside. Greeted old friends in a soul clench, then sat down on that old bench and sang out to the heavens. He's alive, live, live, yeah. You believers who came after, I can hear your scornful laughter. The man who caused our rapture was the gentlest of souls. He was the peacenik archetypal, and we were proud to be disciples. And when he said, I am the truth and the way, and then we said, yeah, man, anything that you say, what a far out feeling, just to look into those big brown eyes. Seven Neck means my blazer. Daddy wore a fringe vest. Mama had a do rag on her head. We bowed our heads to summon our savior's second coming. When we'd run wild in the streets and we go jam with the dead. Our creed was jubilation, no hellfire or damnation. We just banged our little tambourines and we'd march on them all. Grandma had no patience for our scriptural translations, but she had to be glad we had religion and all. Seventies Jesus, a true sensation. On up to Reagan, he was rocking the land. Seventies Jesus, with his cross of Pablo, he was a freak flag flying. Good time. in the world 
tracker trucks and slime ball wheels. But there was no pavement on the farm, so I waited for rides into town. Once I even drove the tractor in, and I almost hit a parked car. I look back on those times with love I look back on those times with joy And I'm thankful to be here now Then I learned to play guitar from those Mel Bay instructional books An old Sears and Roebuck acoustic That I inherited from my dad I took it with me everywhere I went Much to the annoyance of my friends I look back on those times with love I look back on those times with joy And I'm grateful to be here now I started looking for love but was often too selfish to commit to something good and I pushed people away that did not deserve it Told myself it was for some greater purpose But really it was just cowardly and foolish And I look back on those times with shame I look back on those times with regret But I'm grateful to be here now And I went out traveling for work Strumming those chords I learned from the Mel Bay book With some people that I could relate to Living in a way that I'd never lived I saw the ocean I saw the mountains for the first time And I look back on those times Nothing worthwhile is ever easy. 
became a team And now we are three I think about right now with love I think about right now with joy I'm so thankful to be here at all introspection It's just something I was thinking Looking back on that time in my youth When all I wanted in the world Was a new skateboard and a place to go Open road rocking my soul I'm here to get it I won't quit it until I'm rolling up to my door Got some good times, ten cylinders of fire And a woman at the end of the road Chasing down a dream Running hard and clean with a worn out old radio Gonna lay my head on the chest I know
chest I know We're gonna find that Uber River shore Gonna wash these miles off of us soon When I stay between the lines and wish on the moon Sing along strong to Highway 10 Wrestle my eyes, my mind, my heart for you
absolutely adore the crackly, old-timey feel of that last one. And that's in large part due to the fact that it was recorded in one of those awesome, old-timey recording booths, which uh, back in the day, way back in the day, were very commonplace. But now they're, they're kind of a, a bit of an antiquity, but not for Jack White, because Jack White has installed these booths in each one of his third man record store locations. There's one in Detroit. There's one in Nashville. Um, is there a third one? There might be a third one. I know that, uh, that, uh, that's where uh, rookie recorded that very, uh, abbreviated acoustic version of hold on tight. Uh, the song that opens their self-titled debut that came out earlier this year and a song that I proclaimed, uh, very recently as, uh, my summer jam of 2020 uh that particular version that crackly acoustic abbreviated version of hold on tight comes from a brand new compilation called pandemophone pandemophenia i gotta practice that one pandemophenia a brand new digital compilation from bloodshot records uh before rookie we had the oppers taking a swing at motorheads ace of spades Corey Brannon, we love Corey Brannon around here. We did an interview with Corey Brannon a few years back, and he was just awesome. And he's one of our favorite singer-songwriters around here. Dare I say it, Corey Brannon is the American Richard Thompson. Uh, Corey Brannon with Wish on the Moon before that. William Elliot Whitmore with New Skateboard. The great Robbie Falks. If you know nothing else about Robbie Falks, know this. He taught Tina Fey how to play guitar. Aside from that, Robbie Folks is another awesome singer-songwriter, a very tall singer-songwriter uh, out of Chicago. And from Robbie Folks, we heard 70s Jesus. At the top of the set, that six-pack of tracks commenced with Ruby Boots, the Australian singer-songwriter, with her take on Tom Petty's Keeping Me Alive, a song that was recorded for Long After Dark, which is I think is one of the most underrated Petty in the Heartbreakers albums. Uh, that didn't make the cut for the record, but it appeared on a couple of Petty box sets, and Ruby saw it fit to cover it for this compilation. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast, as well as a host of other podcast apps and uh, platforms. Shall I go over the list one more time? Should I? I think I'm halfway there. And while I'm pulling up the list, I would say this, which I've meant to say all along and I keep forgetting. Uh, when you subscribe, or if you're just listening to one, please, wherever you're uh, getting the podcast, leave a rating and or a review. It lets us know that we're not just spinning into the wind. Anyway, here's the list places where you can find the podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, uh, Pocket Cast, uh, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher, as well as DebtsNoHonestManCanPay.com. And you'll find playlists, blog posts, as well as uh, the archive for the podcast as well. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Exile on E Street. 
and we encourage you to like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Well, we are going to wrap things up kind of sort of in the same way that we kick things off. We kick things off with the most iconic composition of the late great Ennio Morricone. We're going to conclude things with, an moder with a modern interpretation of one of Ennio Morricone's classics. So it was back in 2007. There was a compilation called We All Love Ennio Morricone, where a bunch of modern-day artists put their spin on Morricone. Uh, even Metallica got in on the game. Uh, but we're going to close things off with Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen, uh, doing his rendition of Once Upon a Time in the West. And with that, everybody have a great week. Take care, be safe, and remember, the dogs on Main Street howl because they understand.